Radio Hour. I'm Doug. And I'm Kaylin. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to what is our third episode. Yes. Third true episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. Welcome back, guys. Yes. Thank you for joining us. We hope you are uh, enjoying what we're putting out there in the world. <laughs> hopefully. We're trying our damn best. Yes, we are. And hopefully this one will be the best one we've done so far. Here's hoping, Doug. Here's hoping. So I'll just do like a top of the show tease, I guess. Sure. We're going to hopefully, not hopefully, we know that we're going to watch this trailer. We're going to watch the Black Widow trailer. The that just final dropped. trailer. Yes. I have some theories, too, that I want to talk about. Okay. And we actually have a guest this week. We, we do. We're joined by a friend of the shop, Andrew. He's here to talk about an amazing comic book series that I need to revisit. After talking to him, I was like, shit, I missed that book. Are you going to spoil it, or are we going to wait until oh, the no. interview? You're going to wait until the interview. Oh. No spoilers. Hook, line, sinker, Doug. <laughs> I'm waiting for that interview. I have, I have not heard the interview. You interviewed him solo, so we'll be hearing it for the first time, you and I, as listeners. Oh, you're talking to listeners. Yeah, okay. I'm talking to everyone. I'm sorry, let me leave. I'll turn. You, get out of here. Okay, Guys. talk to them. Guys. It's going to be you and I listening to this interview for the first time. Doug. Yeah. Don't fucking look over here. Don't Do you, you know over. what he talked about? You ready? What? I'm not going to spoil it, Kaylin. Damn it, Doug. You're such an idiot. Wow. Really so good. today, uh... We're back here to talk about the coronavirus, guys. I know. It's, a it's so unavoidable, man. At this point. Yeah. So we were supposed to go to this like really cool premiere tonight. Yes, a really a band that we've been into for years and have seen multiple. multiple we've been multiple into times. them for like what, fifteen years? Like our God. whole friend group. No, no, more than that. Is it more? Two thousand four. Oh my God! It's almost twenty so years, which 16? is insane. Sixteen. 16 years? Yeah. Okay. 16 years we've been going to these concerts, seeing this band, and they just released, or they were supposed to, well, they released, okay, I have to back up here. Mm. Course correct, (laughs) course correct. (laughs) They put out a documentary, and they did release a documentary digitally, from what I've heard, to people that had bought VIP tickets to the anniversary tour of the actual album. Mm -hmm. So, they were having one show, one single show, in their hometown we were going to go to, and it was going to be the screening premiere of the documentary, mm-hmm. followed by a Q&A with the band. Yeah. And I called it. Yeah. I did call it today. I was like, I am so nervous that they're going to cancel this. And lo and behold... Yeah, got- Postponed. Who told you that it was canceled? Oh, yeah, the guitarist. <laughs> like, sent out a tweet this morning, like, uh, guys, is this still on? And then I got, like, a DM of, like, yeah, no, it's not. It's it's postponed. And the funniest part about that is, we just told you that we've been listening to this band for 16 years, and you know Doug is <laughs> very, very into Twitter. <laughs> and this poor guitarist... Had to DM Doug, knowing full damn well that Doug doesn't follow him. <laughs> so, I'm sending tweets to people I don't follow and getting responses. Yeah, well, you're a big deal. You but are. it's, like, such a bummer that, like, I don't know, you feel like they're absolutely right. You know, like, yeah. we're not supposed to... People really shouldn't be gathering 
like in such large quantities and yeah. I'm sure it's like it was an old theater so it's like confined spaces and you know yes 100% like theaters like that those chairs are on top of each other yeah you know I mean I'm not I'm not salty about it would I have wanted to go and have done it tonight yes of course yeah, that of course. was something I was looking forward to but am I salty that you got canceled no not really it's just gonna get rescheduled so yeah. it's fine but I still do think that they should have sent us out a link to that. Yeah, they should have. They gave it out to people. Come on. I've, I'm part of like a message board for this band, and um, I've just been I've been seeing clips mm-hmm. all week, little snippets of it here and there, and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to see it. No. I would have rather have seen it in the theater, but at this point, I don't know, you know, when we're gonna be able to see it. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't want to. It's- Frustrating. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm reading tweets and texts and all this stuff of, like, this town's closed school for X amount of days. Yeah. I it's mean, really scary. I, I work in an office, and literally, I thought my brain was going to explode today with, we just could not get off the topic. Uh-huh. Literally, I, we'd be like, work, 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 and then it'd be like, coronavirus for the next 45 minutes, yeah. and then somebody else walking into the office and causing all and this kind of hysteria. One, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Two, do we really know what's going on? And then, like, I'm not worried, or I'm super worried. It's my, There's no information. My workplace was more like, people storm in. I heard X, Y, and Z from this person that is a friend of a friend. <laughs> yep. I heard that th- somebody... You'll never believe what hospital like, is, like, oh under lockdown. It's like, yeah. Is it really? But one of our engineers came in today, and somebody, like, walked in and was like, oh, what do you think, Marty, about the coronavirus? And he was like, I don't know, just wash your fucking hands, and it's like the flu, and walked away, and I was like, Baller. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Last week, they were supposed to have the St. Patrick's Day Parade. The shortest one yeah, in man. New Jersey. Tenth annual. Yep. Now we missed one. Yep. Next it year, it's like, a... it's ne- next year you just see the first annual, right? After you skip so. one? Yeah. I don't know, it's not the 11th. Restart at yeah, that reset. point. Yeah, reset. Reset the numbers. Reset the <laughs> clock. Doug just wants it to be the first time, you know, <laughs> for him. So, if he gets My first the parade, first annual, it's the first one ever. Well, I mean, you were also supposed to hand out stickers. What happens to them now? Well, they're still in the store. You can come get them. I made them into a decoration. They're hanging from my shamrock garland. Oh, yeah, I did see that today. Yeah. You put that on uh, yeah. Insta? Yeah, the I Insta did. Account? Cool, cool, cool. The spring <laughs> <Yeah>. is canceled. <laughs> Spring's canceled, guys. Cancel Culture got another one. Guys, guess what? Kaylin, not canceled this episode. Spring? spring? Definitely canceled. Done for. Nope. Oh, my God. Can we mention the... Uh, we have a friend of ours that um, is a little bit older, and I say that not as a jab, but we're trying to explain cancel culture to her, and she, somebody had, what did, what did they mention it was? She said that, like, oh, in my day we said boycott. And I said, boycott is when you eventually go back to something. Oh, cancel yeah. Cancel culture is forever. Cancel it's culture is forever. forever. So if you agree with that, <laughs> I thought that was very clever, but if you agree with that, please let us know. Is cancel, cancel <laughs> culture forever? Or is it like a boycott? Are we allowed to go back to, like, say, watch the Cosby show? No. no. It's over. It's over. Cancel. Watch I that agree. So Raven. I watch, agree. Uh, I'm thinking, like, uh, the actors, you know? Yes. <laughs> like... <laughs> Wow, who else? Um, oh, what's her face? Um, 
Watch it's watch uh, a different world. How about that? Don't watch sure. Cosby Show. Watch a different world. Perfect. There you go. Equal substitution. <laughs> um. Don't watch uh, Louie on FX. Watch Better Things, starring Pam Adlon instead. But like, how but I think he still does get some money from that. How far do we go away from what? like? Because because Louie was in Parks. Yeah, he was in the worst seasons of Parks. Do we skip those yeah, episodes? Yeah, I skip those episodes you anyway. Skip those episodes. Yeah, I, can't, I never was able to stand Louis C.K., I don't know. Yeah. Although he did have a good SNL, but he still is canceled. Yeah. That was before he did get canceled, before he knew he was he was canceled. <laughs> but I did like that episode, but he's canceled, so fuck off. I'm looking at our notes here, and it says canceled parade, and I'm like, oh no. And there's also canceled plans. <laughs> yeah. So. Everything's canceled. <laughs> Welcome to our cancel, <laughs> cancel culture podcast. It's really just like trying not to get canceled. Yeah. So don't say anything that might get your ass canceled. Listen, new things pop up each day. I don't know what tomorrow's cancellations are going to be. Would you like to throw to our first song? Apparently, I can't be in the know. There's some surprise as to what the song so, is. Because tomorrow... Is the release tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, Kalen, please don't do this to me. <laughs> I feel like I should have written the date on a piece of paper for you. He holds it up with a pad. <laughs> yeah, like, this tomorrow, day. March 20th, okay. is the release of Animal Crossing New Horizons on the Nintendo Switch. I know this means literally nothing to you, I but to I me and Justin... I wish I had that played crickets. Justin and I have played Chirp, every, every single... Animal Crossing games since they came out. I know you love it. So and like, I, know, I know it has a huge fan base. Yes. I, there's a reason why I don't do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you should know this about me. I have a very addictive personality. Uh-huh. And I would get completely sucked into those games. This is completely wholesome. You can get completely sucked into it and no one would care. I, know, I just can't. So, to honor the release of Animal Crossing this week, Justin has an all ska, I mean, we play two songs, but still. It's an all <laughs> ska playlist. Today. Okay, there's two I songs. Know, Thank I know. God. Two songs. Wait, they're is, both Scott. Is Scott heavily prominent? If you're playing like, the game wait, right, it is. Wait. I it's what? <laughs> this is just as stupid. What is that even? Don't worry about mean? it. Okay. So our first song today is All My Best Friends Are Metalheads by Less Than Jake. Of how you looked and how you act and how you think Pretend they're not the same as you But you think it's strange that there's a way Of how you looked and how you act and how you think And pretend they're not the same as you Do you know about his strength and convictions Or how she puts all her faith in religion Did we take the time to really discover
time. We're recording this time. Okay. <laughs> Just turn up the metronome. Oh, so that was... Less than Jake, with all my best friends are metalheads. Thank you. Nailed it. Boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Again, I didn't know we were recording, and I apologize. <sighs> so, the other day, I was just trying to, we just recorded my whole thing, and we thought it went, and I was trying to tell Keelan that I think all Scott music sounds exactly the same, and it led me somewhere to saying that I saw a car the other day in the parking lot of... With Michaels a, with a bunch of ska with stickers. With a bunch of ska stickers on it. And I asked, are what like ska stickers are just like of the bands that are ska? No, like, these these rule, Kaylin. Look, the first one literally just says ska. On the it. first one says ska. Cool. And then there's like this one that says it all. Pick it up. It says pick it up. 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 <laughs> but the thing that really threw me the most was they had a license plate frame. Mm-hmm. And it said on it, my other car is... A ska trombone. <laughs> like, my clothes? a little bit more sense. No, it said, my other car is, they might be giants. What does that mean? That's not a play on anything. Yeah, no. I don't understand no. it. No. I don't like this. But did you by any chance get to see the person that no. got into the car? No, but I assume they're wearing uh, plaid pants. They definitely have they a, fedora. a fedora on. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Suspenders. High white socks, Ready to maybe. Yeah, man. With like some. I don't even know. Oh, what, what are those like? Maybe like the, are those cool shoes? You know. Yeah, I don't know what they're yeah. called. I don't know either. Guys, if you know what these shoes are, <laughs> that I'm thinking of definitely. Brian Setzer looking dude. Yes, that's that's the perfect yeah. perfect description. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So this week, uh, the new trailer for Black Widow. The, the final trailer. Final trailer. Dropped. This movie comes out, I think, the day after Free Comic Book Day. I honestly don't know. The day Wait. before Free Comic Book Day, May first. May first. Yeah. I honestly don't know when it comes out. Coronavirus pending. I also did not know that there was multiple trailers, let alone that this was the final trailer. I know that they did. Yeah, I think there's been a couple. I don't know that there's new content in this. Like, but what else I have. I have seen this particular trailer. Have you? No. All right, so we're gonna do first thoughts. Watch it live. And uh, for me, second thoughts. But I'm always kind of a second thoughts. (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) Just kidding. Playing. No, I'm not. I tell people my sister moved out west. You're a science teacher. Your husband he renovates houses. You're thinking about moving, but you're going to wait until the interest rates go down. Is this a prequel before? I don't remember where exactly this movie takes place. We probably could have looked it up, but we forgot. I mean... This is a prequel, because of course, spoiler alert, she's dead. Oh, yeah. In the current timeline. Yeah. How dumb could you possibly be? So that's Taskmaster, who's going to be, I guess, the villain in this one. I am... Why is he giving off Captain America Yo, I'm convinced Taskmaster in this movie is female. Really? Yes. Okay. I am What convinced. makes you think that? There has been a female Taskmaster okay. in a Deadpool series from a few years ago. And I feel like they've been very cagey with showing too much of the character. Yeah. And it would, how much more badass would it be if in the first Marvel female... Not first. I mean, there was Captain, Captain Marvel. But, like, she, she should be up against a female. A female protagonist yes. and a female antagonist. Absolutely. I love that. 
I mean, at one point during the trailer, they do show what some sort of school of trained ballerina assassins. Well, yeah, that's the red shit. room where Black Widow was trained and yeah. all that. So. So the first part of this trailer is very serious, and then uh -huh. it goes into. Well, these movies are never too serious, right? Like, I mean, because her her story is so fucked up that they kind of have to yeah. balance it with some humor now, can and we, playfulness. Is there any way you know or could clarify? Is David Harbour supposed to be her father? I think he's her father. Okay, and who's that actress? Is it? Uh, I forget oh, her name. From the mummy. Yeah, you know I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Um, is this something with M? Marion Cotillard. Cotillard. Marion Cotillard. He's French, Doug. Natasha, don't So here we go. You're going to get the big hunch. Here is them. Oh okay. Alright, enough. So David Harbour calls Marion Cotillard her mother. But in what world? Is Marion Cotillard old enough to be Scarlett Johansson? You've said her name different three times. Well, it's French. <laughs> so there's really no wrong answer here. I don't know. And David Harbour's probably like four years older than Scarlett Johansson at most also, right? Oh, yeah, like, but he looks the part. I, like, he is one of yeah. those actors that like, yeah, you could pass for the right age uh -huh. to have given being a part of the, the birth <laughs> of Scarlett Johansson. The the mother portion, I don't yeah no I don't it. I don't know why it's like babies having babies. It is babies having babies. But I mean, what was it, Russia? So maybe. In Mother Russia. Mother Russia. I I'm excited for this movie to an extent. I don't know, I don't know what kind of what it's gonna do. You know what I mean? Like the only way that I would really enjoy, and I it might be possible with this movie, is if they had amazing stunts. Like, I want to see well, all of the women do all of the uh, stunts. That, like, scene like where they're David all, like, Harper, falling from the sky and they're scaffolding yes. looks insane. It looks so cool. Yes, very cool. David Harbour and any other man in this movie could go fuck off. I, I think really that's why it's David do. Harbour, too, because it's like... It's like a... It's like yeah, a you laugh guy, at him being yeah. doughy and then you move on to the next thing. Yes. You know, like, eh, yes. he's trying. He's but, trying. But do you have a slim, fast bar? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really... I'm convinced that the Taskmaster is going to be a female in this movie. Taskmaster's only superhuman abilities were that his photo, photographic reflexes. His or her. There. Photographic yeah. reflexes. He's able to duplicate almost any physical act after he sees it. So it's like the Taskmaster is always learning from what you're doing. Okay. Like in that trailer, they showed the Taskmaster do the, like, Wakanda Forever arms, and then let out Black Panther claws. Did you notice that? I did not yeah. notice that. When the Taskmaster was, like, up against the Red Guardian, David Harbour's character. Yeah. You know what? I, I wanted to ask you, too. Did, since this is the first time you saw it, I'm surprised that you noticed that. Uh -huh. I feel like <laughs> this trailer had so many hidden things, and I saw fucking zilch <laughs> i saw zilch did i pay attention at all oh okay oh my god she kind of looks like skeletor yeah it's like that the mask that taskmaster usually has is like a skull mask hmm. so like there's no i don't know you can't draw Wait, let much me say that. let me say i gotta take your phone and see who i could hmm oh that's hard yeah 
Yeah, I don't know. Just Scarlett Johansson again. Scarlett <laughs> Johansson can play any character, right? Any character. So. Doesn't matter. Just double down. The one she's fighting herself, maybe that's the whole twist. That's it. They don't show it because it's actually her twin sister. <laughs> Imagine if we guessed it. How crazy would that Ugh. be? I hate when I can guess things. I'm like, mm. I get disappointed then. Like, but that, more, I feel like that was like a wild guess. So if that is true, I'm going to be pretty uh, <clears throat> taken aback. Any other things that you noticed in the trailer? Any um, other little, what do they call them? I don't think nothing off the top of my head. I would be surprised if Samuel L. Jackson doesn't show up in this one. Really? You know, I feel like he probably should. I'm curious to see what the like the stinger is going to be at the end of this movie. Like the post credit sequence, we gotta get something from the Eternals. I would not be surprised if I had seen somewhere that the events in this movie are going to heavily impact the Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show on Disney Plus. Really? So I would not be surprised if one of the teasers at the end of this movie is like How? a thing for that okay. movie. For that TV show. How is Falcon going to get a show on Disney Plus when they just booted the Lizzie McGuire movie for adult themes? Oh, that was, yeah, I don't know what the whole thing is. Is it going to be a cartoon show? No, all those Disney Disney MCU shows are, I guess, PG 13 rated. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I really think that the end of. Black Widow could potentially be a teaser for Falcon and Winter Soldier because that's slated to come out in August. Okay. Providing so shortly get, after, you know, whatever. We say that the Black Widow movie does what? Two months of. Yeah, it's probably in theater May and June. June, maybe still hanging around in July with like a. They love to do like a. Uh, oh, it's got here. There, here's a release with an extra five minutes on the 4th of July weekend. Come see the movie for an extra special version or whatever. Yeah. They like, love doing that shit. Who falls for that? Probably me. Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until it like, uploads something online. You'll figure it out eventually. But, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. Will you go see it? I'm, of course I'm going to go see it. I'm going to see go these see MCU it movies until I'm dead. Opening weekend. Probably. If I, honestly, I go see them opening weekend or I don't see a movie at all. Here's remember. a very Doug-specific question. Will you buy the special edition no, popcorn tin? No, you know I will buy the popcorn tin. <laughs> we used to go to a little movie theater around here, and we went for Star Wars, right? It was we did. The Force Awakens. It was the first one. And we got... We had both seen it. I've seen it twice prior to yeah, us seeing it. Yeah, that was definitely it, the second time for me. Because we waited for Lauren to go see it another time. Yes. So we walked in and they were like, oh, they had these popcorn tins that were like, was They're it $20? It was way too much money. It was the most I've ever spent on any of these things. It was something crazy. Something I've seen for <clears throat> literally just a small aluminum. Yeah. So I bought like the good guy can. one. And you bought the bad guy one. I did. And they were so shocked that not only were they selling one, but they were selling two popcorn No, literally, day. me and Doug were on opposing sides of the counters. We could see each other. And, and they, somebody was like, oh, this guy wants a tin. And they literally had a conversation in front of us like, oh, my God, we're selling a tin? <laughs> and then the, this other guy that was ringing me up was like, she just bought a tin, too. Oh, my God. Like, they blew their minds that we were spending but come on I mean it was and like flash good. forward to now and I have probably so many. 15 which one's your favorite dumb popcorn is it the, the most recent one yeah I don't even remember the most recent one was something cool. oh the most recent one was when I saw Harley Quinn and I got the, the Harley's hammer yes I didn't see Harley Quinn I saw the Birds of Prey movie high praise 
I love that movie. It was I amazing. Know. We talked about it on the last yeah. podcast. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know why I'm such a sucker for, like, the dumb collectible thing like that. Speaking of dumb collectible things, maybe we should bring up some comics. Oh, first of all, dumb, dumb collectible. <laughs> what a joke. I wanted to see if that would Yeah, you <laughs> got me. I interest. believed you for one he second. He was just scrolling on his phone, so I really just wanted to get his attention. I don't so think this it's week, dumb. This week was a huge landmark issue of, uh, well, it was not an issue of anything because it was a special. Robin, Boy Wonder, turned 80 this year. What? Yeah, the character Robin has existed for 80 years. So 1940. Yeah. Wow. There was a huge... So this week we had a huge 100-page special all about Robin. Mm-hmm. Tons of different creative teams. Yeah. All different Robins, though, too, because there's not just one. Yeah. There's Damian Wayne. There's Tim Drake. Mm-hmm. There's Jason Todd. There's Carrie Kelly. There's... Are you talking about people who played? Dick Grayson? No, these are all different Rob, different Robins that Batman oh. has had through the years. Okay. His identity before his age. Yeah, okay. yeah. There was Dick Grayson's the original mm-hmm. Robin. So yeah. I guess he actually is 80 years old. And they're saying wow. the mantle of Robin is also 80 years old. Well, to be fair, I mean, when he started playing Robin, he was probably at least, what? Robin's probably like, I don't know, 10 or 11? You think when he starts? Yeah. Okay, so then he's 90. Yeah. He looks good for 90, right? Sure. He looks fine. I don't know what he looks like. He probably has... He's like 30s, 20s. He's probably in his 20s. Okay. Perpetually. Because I think Batman, very Batman is 42. He seems very young to me. I feel like there's a, a really weird connection between my idea of Batman and Robin. Batman is a man. Robin is a boy. And that kind well, that's of literally his title, Bat- Robin Boy Wonder. Yeah, that creeps yeah. me out a little bit. He may be 80 in the comics, but in those books, I'm like, bro, what are you doing in that Batcave with this man? <laughs> with this adult man who is not your biological father. But you kind of want him to be your daddy, am I right? Well, the most recent Robin, Damian Wayne, is his son. Is? Bruce Wayne's. Bruce, Bruce Wayne's Kalen. actual son. Oh okay. my god, hang on. Kalen, Bruce Wayne, the billionaire of Gotham City, he's Batman. Wait. Oh, God. You've never Wait, noticed this? you're telling me. You've never seen the two of them together at the same time, have Millionaire you? playboy yeah. Bruce Wayne yes. has time to yeah. fight crime as the Cape Crusader. Yeah, even though he's always jet-setting and all that. Yeah, he... Doesn't he just have to, like, go to parties and, like, woo women? He does it all. And he fights crime. Yes. And he's had a ward for 80 years called Robin. I don't think this is true. Are you sure you're reading the right comic? Yeah. That's him. <sighs> okay. Also this week, brand new Spider-Woman series started. Okay. I'm super stoked on. I read the last series that was uh, by Dennis Hopeless, mm-hmm. and that series was really, really good. Spider-Woman... Catch me up. I don't... What, what is she up to? <clears throat> well, Spider-Woman, in one of my more favorite arcs from the last series, she uh, actually helped train Gwen Stacy, Spider-Gwen, yeah. and Cindy Moon, Silk. They kind of all team together because, like, they the two of them are new to being spiders. Yes. And they needed a mentor. And Jessica Drew's been doing it for a long time, so they took, you know, she took the two of them under her wing. Or in her web. Her, in her, under her web. In under her web. web. Under one of her eight legs. Under one of her eight legs. <laughs> I, I, I think Spider-Woman's a pretty interesting character. She 
has like a weird past and stuff. So I'm looking forward to this new series okay. and hopeful that it goes on for a little while. Sometimes Marvel does new series and, you know, after like 12 off. issues, it's like, man, see you later, you know. Yeah. So hopefully she won't get rebooted again anytime soon and we'll have a nice, long, ongoing series. I'd be kind of intrigued to read that. Yeah, she's like, I don't know, she's a super interesting character. She was, you if know. If you had a pick. Uh-huh. If you had a pick. Of all the current movie superheroes in the Marvel universe mm -hmm. who would be your favorite my favorite superhero in the marvel mm -hmm. movie universe mm -hmm. the mcu is captain marvel is captain Marvel? yeah for sure yeah i've read like a ton of captain marvel mm -hmm. like when back when kelly sutaconic first like kind of created captain marvel as she is in the comics now from miss marvel and all that stuff carol yeah. danvers when she took the mantle of captain marvel i've read i like was obsessed with that series yeah it's so good and uh, I think why, that they're really why doing... Why haven't you suggested it to me? What? Why haven't you suggested it to me? I feel me? like I'm really on the spot right now. I don't know. I think you, you would definitely enjoy it. Oh, so you're just withholding. I'm withholding it right Great. now. Great. It's a Doug's, really, really good Doug's series. Doug's actually a monster, guys. He doesn't let me do anything fun. He doesn't oh give me any suggestions of anything to read. What a jerk. Also back in stock this week is Die Volume 2. We <gasps> haven't really, sold out since Book Club. I really, really want to get Volume 2. Volume 1 left on a crazy cliffhanger. I didn't read it yet either. Know. I need and to like, know. And like after that finale. It feels one. weird for some reason. It feels weird to read it without our comic book group now. <laughs> so you just want to wait I, and like have a regroup. I kind of, well, I, you know what? I should read it before. And this is a good thing to mention. We have our second comic book meeting at the end of this month, which yeah. is March the 27th. 27th. Yeah. <clears throat> this month we are reading Mistress Volume 1. Monstrous. Monstrous. Oh my God. Mistress. <laughs> what am I thinking? What are you reading, kid? I don't know. <laughs> Smut books. Um... So maybe what I'll do is I'll read Die Volume 2 because I know one of their book club members had read it already. Yeah, we can chat up a little bit about that. And we can chat a little bit about that, too. For sure. So, guys, if you're in the area and you want to read Monstrous, not to be confused with Mistress, which I'll be reading <laughs> Which may separately. or may not be a book. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the area and you want to pop in, please come by. I make way too many snacks. So now we're going to cut to our interview with a friend of the shop, Andrew. He's here to talk to us about the Emory Wars series of comic books. <laughs> okay, I'm sitting here today with a friend of the shop, Andrew, and he's here to talk to us about uh, one of his favorite comic book series. So first, let me know a little bit about you. Alright, well, as you said, my name is Andrew. I was born and raised in Long Branch to Stefano. You know, I'm pretty much just a normal guy, I guess. Video games, comic books, music, uh -huh. you know. I just, I love new experiences, trying new things, and these things have never let me down, so I've just kind of stuck with them. And that's, that's where I'm at. Just hanging out, working. <laughs> I hear you. Filling time. So what would you say is your gateway comic, your first comic book that you remember reading as a kid or something that maybe got you into comic books. It could be, you know, like you saw the Spawn movie in the 90s and you were like, who is that guy? I need to know more about him or whatever. Oh, that's, the, that's a good question. So for me, I my earliest remem uh, 
memories of comic book stores was, uh, I don't know if you remember Comics Plus back in, like, Eatontown area. Okay. Uh, my mom and dad used to take me there, like, all the time. Uh, it was me and my brothers, and we would just run around, like, look at things. And Was that the one that was, like, across from... The, BJ, the BJ's or Costco or whatever, like, big store that yeah. is over there? Well, you know what? It used to be down by um, Seaview Square Mall. Okay. And then it I moved, think I do it moved that a story. few times. Yeah. yeah. That and Zap Comics when that was in Freehold Mall. Mm-hmm. I missed that place. Yeah. So I guess, really, you know, just growing up watching cartoons and stuff, being able to visit, like, these awesome places, running around, uh-huh. uh, eventually you just start looking at the comic books. And yeah. I used to beg my mom all the time to buy me, like, Captain America and then it kind of expanded from there. And the one that I think really hooked me was JLA. Mm-hmm. And that kind of introduced me to the whole DC universe and all of like my favorite characters. Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, So you Lantern, just kind of just jumped Woman. in. And you just, were like, what's this all about? And then yeah. from there you like splintered off into... Exactly. Because, you know, characters. Captain America is a very good jump-off character. Yeah. But then you realize, you know, there's more than one company, and, uh-huh. and and then you you know when you try to explain to people, Batman and Captain America were never really ever yeah they can't live together no, right they now. Can't. <laughs> so then you know the the best part is teaching your parents. Like I can point out like characters to my mom, and I'll be like, Mom, who's that? And she'll be like so happy. She'll be like, That's the Hulk. You know, that's <laughs> that's Goku. And I'm like, Oh my god, we're going into anime now. <laughs> So it was just it was awesome to have you know parents who kind of were very uh, giving and and kind of gave into our curiosities even yeah. though they forced you to play sports and take uh-huh. taekwondo, but you know they were still like hey you know let's let's go check out the comic book store let's go you know my dad used to get us Lego sets all the time uh-huh. so really just kind of opened up this explorative fun like what else is out there kind of uh mood in all of us uh you know plus having an older brother he was huge into like deadpool and uh-huh. and so from there we just having brothers and being able to collaborate and talk about our favorite comic yeah. it i'm not gonna lie it really has been a wonderful childhood and experience uh-huh. and now you know it's kind of hard because uh I've been trying to get my brother back into comic books. They've yeah. all fallen out, and I feel like I'm the only one still I reading. Like there's still great yeah. stories that are being told. Yeah, my, my brother's a huge Doctor Doom fan, and I'm like, they just released a new Doctor Doom series. Uh-huh. What are you doing? And the Doom series is, like, great and became an ongoing. It went from, like, a miniseries to it got kind of extended, too. Yeah. So it's like... I'm going to probably at some point just buy him the trade and kind of be like, here, and uh-huh. force it back just onto... Because like he's, he's the one who forced me uh, back into New 52. When New 52 came out, yeah. I wasn't necessarily like, oh, you know. Uh-huh. But then you started reading Batman, and you had, like, you know, the Court of Owls. The, so many, like, great, pivotal things in these characters' that, histories happened just a few years ago in New 52. That and Green Lantern. The whole Green Lantern had, like, six amazing storylines. Yeah. Uh, even after Blackest Night. Absolutely. And so... I'm like that kind of got me back into it so I was like oh well now I can't wait for Rebirth and uh-huh. I'm not really excited about Rebirth unfortunately <laughs> uh, and I don't know if you heard but DC might actually just be going out of business I think we talked yeah, about this last week yeah there's all these weird rumors every now and then that their books are struggling and then this one exits that one exits and mm-hmm. I just think it's funny that their next series is called G5, and that's like the new wave of like mobile oh, phones. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like why they go with that. Name. I don't know. That was awful. Maybe it's just like a precursor uh-huh. thing. 
you know, how like new systems are like, oh, this is the Scorpio, and I'm like, no, it's not, it's an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going to call it Xbox. Yes, I'm still going to call we it. We know. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just call it DC Comics, I'm not going to call it G5. <laughs> So what is your current obsession? Uh, currently, I am hugely obsessed with uh, the Amory Wars. Okay. Uh, they can't put it out fast enough. Love the Amory Wars. I've been a huge fan of Coheed and Cambria since like high school. Unfortunately, uh -huh. it wasn't sooner. But you know, that's when you kind of go through your different musical tastes. Oh yeah, like your favorite band when you were a freshman. Maybe you didn't even give a shit about by the time you were a yes. junior. You're like, ooh, I can't believe I listened to yes. that. Yes. Uh, like, we're talking like back in the day where you were afraid to go into a hot topic because it was dark and oh, scary. Yeah. And there's like bigger kids that are working there and they're mean and judgmental and I don't want to deal with that. So, you know, you just you branch out, you start listening to newer types of music and. I was I fell in love with this band immediately, uh -huh. and when you find out that all of their albums are concept albums, it's that's that's great. So when you listen to the music before you even realize that they have a comic book series, you kind of already draw a story in your head, yeah, and kind of create the characters as you listen, yeah. and that's that's one of the great aspects of it. If you don't know what's going on, you hear the music, you can make up the dialogue, and and you can just create your own characters uh -huh. to play along with this beautiful melody. And then when you find out that they have comic books, and it's not a lot, you know, and they've gone through several different iterations, you you just start spamming the internet like, I need this, like, what's going on? And uh -huh. then you can actually put faces to the characters, and... Yeah, you, you start to realize that, like, I don't know if anybody out there is not familiar with the uh, musical catalog of Coed and Cambria, they start singing about these characters in their songs, and you're like, are these real people? Who, who is this? Erica Court... Ambelina, Coheed and Cambria themselves, Claudio, all of these characters that, you know, make up this crazy science fiction universe. Yes, and it's it's beautiful, and it's it's well written, it's very thought out, and, you know... It's almost too thought out sometimes, I'm like, oh my god, they have like a, they have a huge, you open the book and it's got this yeah. map of all these planets that make the key work and, and the fence. And the person he has doing the illustrations, I know has changed a few times, uh -huh. but every, like, chapter has just been beautifully drawn out. Yeah. I the, love the, the colors. colors. The colors. These characters that are like pure indigo blue, or like... The green hue of yes. the blue. Oh. These green glows, it's, it's, it's and, really... And it's funny, too, because it's, like, such a dark comic, uh -huh. but the colors make it pop. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he might be in the sewer, but it's the most beautiful sewer I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just, as I said, like, the characters are very well developed. And the the one aspect that's... It's just the storyline is so catching. It's such a drama right off the bat uh -huh. when you find out your kids are going to cause the end of the world, and the only way to save you know, not just your world, but all worlds, all 78 of them, is to kill your children. Yeah. Like, what goes through your and, mind? And Coheed and Cambria, they have infant children, like toddlers, yes. and then two teenagers. And yeah. they have to, you know, ultimately I, make yeah. their decisions. So, you know, of course, they, they're told, hey, we're going to give you this poison. The poison's going to be very quick, very effective. So they're like, okay, we'll use the poison on the twins, the youngest, yeah. Matthew and Maria. And uh, <laughs> it was not quick. It was very brutal. And so they decided we need a quicker method. So, you know, when their eldest daughter comes home, Josephine, and she already has a tragic story. Yeah. So she's coming home and she's crying her eyes out 
just to get her head bashed in by a hammer. By her father. And it's so brutal. And it just goes south from there. And you're just like, oh my god, how could this get any worse? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, can you imagine being, you know, like a, a teenage kid mm-hmm. coming home, finding your mom and dad are gone, your sister's dead, and on top of that, now you have superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you grab the Dalmatian and you get the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and and then it's just, you know, you go on this epic space odyssey just to try and get revenge on on the guy who's behind all of it. And he's like he's not just like the superpower villain. Like he's he's like worse than that because uh, if you go into like the priest stories, like you're the Black Rainbow, uh-huh. which unfortunately doesn't have a comic, you have to get the collector's edition of the CD. Totally worth it though, because the novel was well well uh-huh. written, and, and I have to, I read it like six times. <laughs> it gives you like the whole precursor to Coheed and Cambria, how how they're not actually human. There there's these beings called they're iRobots, <laughs> and that 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 will come up a lot in the songs. And you're just like, wow, iRobot, like that's so Apple of you. No, no, this is like like way before Apple. <laughs> um, and it's just it's really cool because you find out that Josephine was actually the cure all along for what was known as the Monster Virus. And the Monster Virus is what causes Coheed and Cambria to go completely berserk and take out an entire star. There's seven stars. And the virus is spread through the world through by dragonflies, right? Well, it's it's really cool because again in Year of the Black Rainbow they give you how it's set up. Uh-huh. So there's this doctor who pretty much discovered the universe. His name was Amory, and that's where okay. this, this title got its name, the Amory Wars. And he he pretty much discovered all of these awesome things. Uh, he found out about Heaven's Fence and how it's all just like energy and and all that. You know, flash forward to like people. Uh, who are like amazing scientists and stuff like that, and uh, I think it is Amory because it's been a while since I've actually read *You of the Black Rainbow*. Unless Amory was in um, uh, what was the uh, the precursor pre- to, oh, to the uh, that, yeah the actual preludes. Yeah, so the Afterman uh-huh. Ascension was that Amory? I think so. I think that was Amory. Shoot, I haven't read the books in a long time. Yeah, me, me and too. I'm like, and I haven't. So, I feel like I almost haven't listened to the right album. So that, that was Amory. Amory was the afterman. He discovered all this. Uh, I forget the name of the guy who created Coheed and Cambria. Was it Cyrus? Oh, God. Who created No, Coheed? Cyrus Amory. They, Damn it. He I keep created thinking. Coheed and Cambria and the Prizefighter Inferno. Yes, he did. Claudio uh, Coheed's brother. Now, see, I should have done a little bit more digging <laughs> into this. But ultimately, this doctor um, and his wife were uh, amazing scientists. His wife studied insects and was creating her own genetically bred dragonflies. And, you know, this guy being the one who created Coheed and Cambria to stand up against Wilhelm Ryan in a world full of war uh, was given an ultimatum. Wilhelm Ryan showed up, was like, hey, I have your wife, she's kidnapped. I need you to, A, turn over Coheed and Cambria and the Inferno, and I want I want your monster virus. Like, uh-huh. I, I want this. So I'm going to pretty much take away your toys, <laughs> and I'm going to end the world. So it's either that or, or you'll never see your wife again. And it's so sad because he, like, tortured this woman, and uh-huh. he broke her. And so he he gave him what he wanted. He gave Wilhelm Ryan, Coheed, and Cambria, 
but not Inferno. And then he actually put the Monstar virus in them, but only <gasps> only a half of it. So the other half is in the dragonflies. So the only way to actually activate the Monstar virus and cause them to go berserk was when they got injected with the, the poison from the, the, the scorpion dragonflies. And so that's when they went berserk. Their blood was able to light a star and take out, you know, a couple of the planets. And, uh-huh. and so... You know, it was kind of like a play on, I'm going to give you your wife back now, but not the way that you wanted her, because now she's broken, she's she's completely lost her mind, and he was like, well, I'm also going to give you what you wanted, but only half. <laughs> the series is insane, and then it takes a, uh, even, if this all sounds confusing, it takes an even more confusing turn, yes. eventually, and starts to st- tell the story of... Uh, the writing writer? The, 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 the writer who is writing the whole Amory Wars series, and this is an even further step back from Claudio, who's the front man of this band. So now he's writing a writer who's writing... The storyline, story and Amory he Wars. goes into the storyline, and the, one of the main aspects about Coheed and Cambria, the storyline, is that there is a god, mm-hmm. and he leaves them this like phrase... And it's up to the prize to determine how the phrase is interpreted, and they're not very good at it because they all just sacrificed themselves to save the fence after uh-huh. the star, you know, was ignited. And so, you know, you have all of these like iterations of well, what does God want? And God just wants to pretty much kill off all of these characters, including Ambelina, which is sad because she's one of the greatest characters uh-huh. in, in the whole. She's like the last of the prize. Uh, which is a race of, you know, blue angels. Blue angels. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the writing writer is just, he, you know, he technically, I guess, would be the representation of God uh-huh. for the series because whatever he writes is done. And, you know, if he dies, the world ends. And it's kind of like, as you said, it takes like this weird flip. So now that's where we're at in the comic books. We're, we're on the third part. Uh, Burning Star 4 1, where they introduce the writing writer, okay. and very soon they will be releasing Burning Star 4 2, which will end the series. Okay. And then we'll see where that goes because, you know, you listen again to the album and you just kind of play off. Yeah, that whole album is about, like, the actual all out war. Yes, to end, to end all wars, and, you know, you have songs like Gunslinger, and uh-huh. it kind of has, like, a Wild West feel, so yeah. I'm like, oh my god, is, like, is it going to have, like, a nice... That's probably my favorite song. That's one of my favorite songs, yeah. too, that and The Running Free. Uh-huh. I, like, I listen to that song every day when I go home from work, <laughs> pop on Running Free, and then I'll just jam out on my own, because I'm, I'm done, like, I'm going home, like, this is it. Um, and then, you, you know, you... You have very good knowledge about um, Coheed and Cambria. Did you know that he wrote his own solo album, an EP called Prizefighter Inferno? I have listened to the Prizefighter Inferno. I and had the uh, that like the one with the tarot where, cards. The one with the tarot cards. Yes. Instead of having a booklet, the album actually came with tarot cards with the song titles on and the lyrics. Yeah. yeah, and it was kind of like just eight bit, like he eight bit acoustic, which is really yeah. It was cool. a very experimental thing. It took him seven years on seven different instruments to, to produce, and he didn't have a drummer, so he just has, like, this amazing <laughs> drum machine. And it kind of, like, follows the whole life of Inferno during the time that Coheed and Cambria uh, were no, no longer iRobot, like, mm-hmm. agents. Uh, because at the end of Year of the Black Rainbow, 
uh, he pretty much deactivates them. They wake up and they just think that they're normal humans. Mm -hmm. And Josephine, at this point, was already made to be the cure for the monster virus, but they didn't know that. So they just wake up, oh, we have a daughter, like, let's have some more kids. And so while they're just living their life being a normal family, he's, like, going out and just doing his own thing. And you yeah. meet these random characters like uh, the McLeod brothers and, uh, you, as you said, Eric Court. Yeah. And it's just, it's so cool because they introduced my brother Blood Machine and and what it actually is because you hear it a lot in Uh In Keeping Secrets and it's like wow what is my brother's blood machine and it's literally just a juicer the the McQueen brothers made this juicer where they thought they could put people in turn it on and separate the soul from the body (laughs) so when you see so like when you fall in love with something so hard and you have to know everything about it you you reach out to all these different branches that's one of the cool things about Coed and Cambria is you can be there's fans who just go see them when they tour, they listen casually on their albums, or you could do this, like, full, extensive, obsessive, like, deep dive, yes. and get so much, and there's still more coming. And there's still more, and as I said, they can't put it out fast yeah. enough, and as uh, with every new um, album, they always put out a deluxe edition where you can mm-hmm. get um, a book or, you know, something that goes with it, so um, Unheavenly Creatures just came out, like early last year uh not early last year it was around my birthday actually <laughs> i always treat myself to something i always get like a deluxe edition or i go see them live it really depends so um you get like an actual book and yeah. because i was like one of the first couple hundred people to pre-order the book they actually put my name in it uh, oh that's awesome yeah at the end they have like a thank you list and it, i almost was on like page 15 of the <laughs> you know well, you're in there. but i'm in there <laughs> And they give you, like, this whole narrative about two new characters that Uh take place after the Amory Wars, and I don't really actually remember their names, unfortunately, (laughs) but it's, it's again, it's another story of betrayal and the worlds of of the universe and how they are after Wilhelm Ryan's defeat, Uh and there's this one prison called the Dark Sentencer that is so dark and oblique and oppressive Uh that... Um, as the lyrics say, only the blind can see because you you know you go in there and the worst of the worst of the worst live there, and then they have this thing called a gutter that automatically gets like placed inside your body. Mm-hmm. So if you don't follow the rules, they turn on the gutter and it does exactly that. It just cuts. oh like Suicide Squad style. Yes. So, um, and again, that's another good song, but if you don't know what it's about, you're just like, oh, like, this is a great song, and then you, <laughs> and as I said, like, there's just so much, and they're, they're still going, and um, I couldn't be happier, because they did have one album, uh, Color Before the Sun, uh, not a bad album, it was actually really good, where he was able to just be free and artistic and not yeah. have, not be bogged down by, oh, I need more characters and more storyline. Great, um, great album. Actually, one of my favorite songs is Atlas, which was dedicated to his newborn son. And it kind of also just paints its own picture. Yeah. Uh, but now they're back on the road. We are going to get a... Um, Heavenly Creatures Part 2 or Vax's Part 2. Oh, cool. And as I said, like, just keep an eye out for the collector's edition. Get yourself that book. You know, you definitely want to, like, not just dive into this world, but you also want to dive into, like, the music. You want to dive into, you know, the crowds and, and all the fans that you meet along the way. It's, it's very, uh, 
unique, at least in my opinion, that they have so many different facets that you can, like, get into. Get into this, yeah, this series. You don't have to listen to their music to enjoy the comic book series, and you don't have to enjoy their comics to, to listen to their music. music. It's exactly. super weird that... Uh, and when you hear that Mark Wahlberg was supposed to produce like a movie or That's like a series, I was, well, it fell through unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so so now you have like this whole other medium that they were going to go through, and now yeah. it's like fell through the cracks. And like, dang you, Mark Wahlberg! Like, <laughs> like I can't tell you how many angry people there are in this world. But I that's how passionate I am about this yeah. series. Like I'm passionate about the band, the series, the characters, everything. And and yes, I highly recommend it to anybody who's looking for something different because it's not your normal, typical comic book. Like the X Men's cool, but like, you know, when you have a viroblade arm that can literally cut through anything, maybe even adamantium. I'm gonna say that <laughs> you're gonna be on the side of the, these characters. And I mean, like, Cambria is not a pushover. She's got psychic powers. Uh-huh. She literally like melts people's minds. She can. She's she's pretty much. I would say. You know what uh, Marvel, Miss Marvel, which is not Miss Marvel, uh, I'm just going to say uh, Jean Grey. Jean Grey, Marvel girl. Yeah, right? she's got yeah. six names. That, you know, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm over <laughs> it. Depends on the day of the week. Right? <laughs> That's what I was saying. you got all these amazing characters, and now they're, they keep changing them. These are characters that are, are hopefully never going to go through like another rendition. We're gonna, They're always going to be the same and stagnant, yeah. and, and I'm okay with that because they're, they're characters, their drama, their powers... You know, they might not be the most unique, but, like, you still get hooked, yeah. and you want to read more, because, like, how how much worse can this possibly get? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you find out, yeah, it gets worse. It can get worse. It can get worse. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing uh, your love for the Amory Wars and Cody and Cambria. If anyone out there is interested, we do carry some of the books, and we can always bring in more if you're looking to, you know, check out the next version of it. Thank you, Andrew, for joining us. Thank you for having me. We're going to now go to our second song, KK Ska by KK Slider. Sometimes we don't say the right thing. Call us Robin Williams, we're inventing flubber. Oh, oh, Doug, yikes. Not that one. <laughs> no, keep it in, please. <laughs> um, so like I said, uh, sometimes we make, we make mistakes. We're human. The first episode, I believe it was, we were trying to figure out a certain John Krasinski role, and Doug actually named it right. It was Jack Ryan, and I said it was Jack Reacher, but it it is Jack Ryan. Jack Reacher is some other bullshit character. It's like Tom Cruise or something, right? Tom Cruise plays it. I had to look it up. 
I just remember that um, in that movie, Werner Herzog is in one of the Jack Reacher movies, and he sure. Jack Reacher. <laughs> oh, Jack Reacher. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. That was Bjork to me. That was Matt Besser's Bjork. That was terrible. That was. You have any other flops you want to? <sighs> no, I want to make a correction about your bad idea announcement from last oh, week, yeah. too. Not a correction, per se, but an update. Yeah, the information right? has changed. So it was believed what we had thought. At first, it was going to be 20 stores. Then it was going to be 50 stores. Then when Monday finally rolled around, it was announced that it was 100 stores that were going to be able to carry bad idea, but worldwide. Internationally. So it's still incredible. Doug is still one out of 100 stores internationally. That's yeah. insane. Really crazy. And we are still taking pre-orders, so stop in the shop and fill out a pre-order form. Oh, and aren't you the only store in New Jersey? Yes, Kaylin. I'm sorry. You're like he a proud aunt. He doesn't want me to, like, sing his praises, but, like, that's something really cool. Like, you're the location stop for New Jersey. It Anyone is really cool. in New Jersey is looking for Bad Idea Comics, guess what, y'all? It's at the Geekery. 133. <laughs> <laughs> Battle on New Jersey. Yeah. He pretends he doesn't like his plugs. So we have gotten some messages also. You can email us at thegeekeryradiohour at gmail.com. I did not know that existed until this very second. <laughs> or you can send us messages on our the store's Facebook page or tweet at us. So I have some tweets. Speaking of edits and, yes. uh, you know, correcting ourselves. Pat Kelly writes... Annie was being made into Vader when Padme gave birth. Obi-Wan, Yoda, Bal Organa, R2-D2, and 3PO were present. That is a huge list of people to be present while you're giving birth. Uh, That's insane. I don't know what space birth is like. Maybe it's real simple. Maybe it's just like, and they pop out. Palpatine killed Padme. And a bonus factoid, R2 is present for Leia's birth and death. Oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. Okay. Weird, yeah. R2 was, like, alongside her then, technically. That's so yeah. weird. Well, so I was right about, like, when uh, Padme just, like, gives birth, says their names, and, like, croaks, but... But I was right in saying, I well, I didn't say it, but I asked, was he even there? Uh, yeah. Speaking of Anakin was, Skywalker. At the time. Because it didn't really make sense, because he, he would have known about Leia yeah. and Luke. Yeah. Two human bodies came problem. out like, of his... Those prequel movies are so bad that I have not watched them since the early on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We want, I listened to the podcast Newcomers, and every single time, well, not every single time, but the two times that they covered the prequels, I was like, I don't fucking remember any of this shit. I don't remember shit. any of it, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, that brings us to the end of another wonderful episode of the Kikuri Radio Hour. Yeah. You want to tell them where they can find us, Caitlin? Socially or physically? Or both? Both. Physically, you could find Doug's shop at the Geekery, and which is located at 133A Main Street. We could find us socially. We could find us. You could find us socially at the Geekery and J, and also the Geekery Radio Hour podcast. And you could find me. <laughs> Doug is making this crazy face. You could find me at K, which is K-A-E underscore O-H-H-H. Three H's. Just three. Is that how many you said? Just three. <clears throat> and Doug could be found at? At Dumblestiltskin. I hope you have all enjoyed this episode of the Geekery Radio Hour.
Until next time. Yeah, we hope to hear from you. I, f- I wish we had catchphrases already. Yeah, that we're going to be like, catchphrases. See you later, catchphrase. Should we start just like using ones and seeing if they fit? Which one do you want to try? I'm thinking like I'm feeling like Bazinga. Is nope. that a thing? Nope. Somebody nope. made nope. that nope. thing? Nope. No? The end. All right, bye. Bye.